Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. After last week, after the win over the, the Texans, the Bryceometer had never been higher. It was all the way up to, you know, well past the midway point towards a slice of the pie on the Bryceometer we call Bryce of America Stadium. This past week was not good for the Bryce Hummer. We're moving it two slices back. We're 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 scooting right by. That's Ooh. my quarterback all the way to. There's no way he's actually five ten. This is the furthest drop. It's the furthest swing we've had in either direction. It's never gone up that much. It's never gone down that much on a week to week basis. This the, I think this week actually undid, uh, in, as far as my confidence level, some of the things that I saw against the Texans. Because part of the the dramatic rise, part of the dramatic confidence-inducing was he was slowly getting better. He stopped making the same mistakes over again, and it seemed like he was – it was clicking. So when, when something unravels like the way it did against uh, – when something unravels like the way it, it, it did against the Colts, it kind of makes you rethink what you saw the previous week. And, you know, it's it's tough because I'm going back to the conversation we had after the Atlanta game, right? Jesse Bates, was that the first, yeah, game, the of first the game of the season? Where he threw an interception on a seam where Jesse Bates, the safety for the Falcons, lured him into it, right? Lured him into it, baited him into it. And then I was like, oh, wow, you yeah, know, hey, man, welcome to the NFL. Safety got you. Uh, and then he did the same thing later in the game. It was the same technique from Bates. It was a very similar throw. It was a very similar part of the field. And I went, ooh, made the same mistake twice. Don't love that, right? The the thing we heard about Bryce Young was he's the 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 computer of a brain, right? He has all the files. He logs away everything. If you ask him, what did you do on third and seven, your sophomore year of high school, of, of the second quarter of the fourth game of the year, he's going to think and go, well, I think I completed it to my buddy Jimmy on the right side. Uh, you know, he he's that guy. His dad is reportedly some kind of sports psychologist, that 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 world. So he, it's it's you know, he was built in a lab to not make the same mistake twice. So that first week, and, and you can go back and find the the podcast, you can go back and find the YouTube videos. I said all of this after that first week. I really didn't like seeing him make the same mistake twice. And then he spent the next bunch of weeks convincing me, oh no, he actually doesn't make the same mistake twice. Right? He started making less turnover-worthy plays. The three games leading up to the Colts game, he made one turnover-worthy throw. One. He threw three interceptions against the Colts alone. And and all of them were turnover-worthy throws, right? It's not they didn't bounce off the the receiver's hands or anything like that. And the first two are the ones that really I can't get out of my brain. I I catch myself when I'm going back and watching every throw. I catch myself like when he makes a good throw going like yeah, but I know that interception's coming. <laughs> like it's it I can't get it out of my brain. They were panic throws. 
And by the way, do you know why I'm so so familiar with panic throws? Because I did not play it anywhere near the level of the NFL. I did not even play anywhere near the level of level of Power Five. But I became intimate with with panic throws. I know I know them very very well. I know the feeling of ah ball out, and then as it's in the air, going, why in the world was that my instinct? Right, it's you have that sobering moment when the ball's in the air, and it's just like no. You know this is bad, right? You 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 made that play in training camp and it was bad. You made that play in practice this week and it was bad. Why was that my go-to instinct in this situation? And go back and watch the the first interception. All right, go back and watch Bryce Young's first interception. Boom, going through reads. He knows he has the running back running. A, I called it an arrow. It was an out route. He's running away from you to the right side. Right, This isn't a check down in the traditional sense of the running back is just looking for a hole and sitting and right, just trying to be big and open for you. He's, he's running away from you towards the sideline. And as Bryce starts making his way there, his offensive lineman is pushed into his lap, number mm-hmm. 63. And, and as that happens, you see that, that panic instinct, that, ah, ball out. And almost as soon as the ball is out of his hands – He's running to make the tackle. Go watch how quickly he he knows that's not a good ball. That's behind a guy running an out route with a with a a uh, defender ready to jump the route. He's immediately has like that knee jerk reaction of like ah and and it's it's I've been there again. Stakes way lower. Players on the field way less talented, defense way less talented, way less just about everything. But that split second feeling is it's it's undeniable. I don't care if you played Pop Warner when the ball's in the air and it hasn't been out of your hand for a foot, and you know it's an interception. It is a horrendous feeling, and the only way you do that is when you know my instinct was just bad, right? I made a split second, not even a split second, a split of a split second. Right, we're not talking tenths here. We're talking hundredths of a second decision, and and it's not the right one. And when you know it's wrong that bad, it's a big. When you know it's wrong that fast, it's a big problem, because that tells me like the thinking part of your brain, right? The part that that studies, the part that watches the film, never would have made that throw. But there was some quiet, you know, gremlin in your brain that that took the wheel for a second, and that's really hard to coach out of your game, right? The the quiet gremlins that live in the back part of your brain, really hard to to coach out of your game. And again, on my extremely small scale at the University of Delaware, I can tell you what finally got it out of my game. I got benched. I had a bunch of turnovers in three or four consecutive games uh, of every variety, interception, fumble, right? I, I, I like to dabble, uh, renaissance man. And, and I got benched. And then I got an opportunity to come back and play after that. And my brain, I don't know, it wasn't my choice, very much changed to like, hey, they can they can take this away from you. They already did it once. <laughs> like Kind of like a what are they going to do, fire me type thing. Yeah. And and I started playing more free and my, my instincts became better. And I, I – I watch film and I'm like, why couldn't I do that? You know, last year or whatever it was. But it's it's. I don't think in the NFL it's that easy because the stakes are just so high that the pressure never. Like I don't think you ever have that. Like, what are they going to do to me? Thought because 
there's always something more mean they can do to you, right? So they could bench you, they could fire you, heck, they could leave you in there just to have all the, the podcasts and everything make fun of you. Like there's a bunch of different things that could happen. My confidence level dropped. So let me ask you this. Yep. We saw probably like th- three, four games of tr- legit true progress. Legit true progress, absolutely. You think this is part of just like, hey, he's a rookie, like, and this is like one game step back, but if we see what we saw the previous three, four games, like, is your confidence level going to go back? Definitely a possibility. I mean, because, again, he's only, what, six starts into his career? Seven now, I should say? Yep. Def- like, that's it. Seven starts. It's not like he's year five, like Daniel Jones still making the same mistakes. And, until you recognize, right, Jamarcus Russell, Tim Tebow, these guys get 16, 18 starts, right? He, he's a third of the way through, more than. A third of the way through, you know, all you're going to get in many cases. Um, and, and also, I'll, I'll put it this way. Um, Bryce Young wasn't the project. Bryce Young was the guy that was polished, right? If, if you wanted the project. said the same thing about Trevor Lawrence. Again, if you think the situation, and, and we talked about this yesterday. If you think the situation is Urban Meyer bad, mm-hmm. then you fix whatever that is. And next year, he'll look completely different. Um, Also, there are other physical things, right? He is a a smaller guy. Like the second interception being an overthrow on a screen. Again, he doesn't get a lot of passes tipped, but – you know, the, the the touch over the the defensive linemen that are being let through on a screen is something where your height's going to matter. They're, like, I don't think he's the prospect. I don't think he's the player that Trevor Lawrence was. Not to say he can be as – or he can't be successful. I, I'm just – I'm less bullish on him now than I was. And also, I mean, let's be clear. Like, Urban Meyer was obviously a complete and total mess. Well, yeah, so is that Jags organization. Yeah, I mean, they – I. But so is this Panthers organization. I, I think it's less – circus-like, if that makes any sense. They didn't bring in Tim Tebow during the preseason. They weren't – do you remember winners and losers? I could go – I oh, I, yeah. I did so many deep dives into what the heck was going on in Jacksonville. Uh, they'd stop practice and do winners and losers, which was a one-on-one to see who got to, like, move to the top of the depth chart. Like, it was a weird gladiator situation. Yeah. Um, I If, if you think and, – and, by the way, I'm open to it. If you think the Panthers situation – is as bad as the G- Jacksonville Jaguars were Trevor Lawrence's first year, then, I mean, the first thing you got to do is cut all the, the dead weight and make big changes by next year, and then Bryce Young will flourish. If you think it's not quite that bad, there's there's bigger problems there. Um, so, again, I'm moving it back. We're not, we're not as far back as we've ever gone. No, that's a very good point. We're, we're, we're still – this is not as far back as we've gone for Bryce. So it's been worse when it comes to the Bryceometer. Thank you for listening to the Best of the Drive podcast. I'm Tim Donnelly here with Coach Pete Deruda, America's wealth coach and best-selling author. Coach, one of the big questions I always hear is, do I have enough money to retire? Well, maybe, maybe not. The most important thing is you have lifetime income you can never outlive. We'll design that plan for the next 10 people to call. No cost or obligation. Put yourself in control of retirement. Call 800-691-3215. You can also text Tim to 600-700. That's T-I-M to 600 You'll hear from Coach Pete and the Capital Financial Advisory Group. Let's talk about the Panthers playing on Thursday. As quickly as we get into the Hootie giveaway, we get right back out. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's talk about the Panthers playing on Thursday. Can I spin zone this for a second? 100%. I think it's a positive. I want to see Bryce Young without so much to think about. Hmm. Now, that's not to say you dumb down the – 
the game plan. I just don't want him to have time to overthink the game plan. I can't imagine how many thoughts are running through that guy's head. Right? I mean, every different thing. It's it's gotta be like a like a tornado of phrases and words and and game plans and opponents and highlights and lowlights and a little bit of pain, a lot of defenders in his face. Like it it's gotta just be very difficult to keep things straight. And playing on a Thursday is almost the equivalent of like a, a season long edition of going to the hurry up offense. Right? It's it's kind of well known that if a young quarterback is struggling, sometimes if you put him in the two minute drill, right, on the ball, on the ball, no huddles, on the ball, uh, you know, right, right, just just go fast, go with tempo, go with tempo, go with tempo, that sometimes that can that can kick them into rhythm, right? They can get out of their own way a little bit. So, if that's within a, a single game, within the season, the equivalent of that is almost let's get on a short week, right? On the ball, on the ball, on the ball. You messed up on Sunday, great. Who cares? We got Thursday coming at you, right? You throw an interception, fine. Who cares? It's Thursday. Right? It's like throwing a pick six, which Bryce knows all about. But It's like throwing a pick six, meaning you don't even have to wait and watch the defense play. You were on offense. You made a bad play. They return it. Boom, you're back on the field. No time to think about it. Sometimes I think uh, – like basketball is so much better for your mental health than football. How so? Every time you make a bad play in football, you have 40 seconds to think about it. You make a bad play in basketball, 40 seconds later, they've gone back up and down the court like four times. It's been four plays already. Like you you, you got to hustle back on defense. All right, you, you gave up a fast break, bucket, cool. Get the ball, inbound it, you're on offense. Sometimes I, I want my young quarterbacks to almost play basketball. Right, I want them to. You made a mistake. Fine, get in the right offense here. Right, get back down the court. Get back on deep. Like, do the next thing better than you just did that thing. Yeah, do the next thing right. Do the next thing right, and the next thing right, and and before you know it, in basketball, you know you made a bad turnover, but real quickly you've gone up and down the court five times and you haven't made any mistakes. Mm -hmm. Maybe you made a good play mixed in there, right? And it's like, all right, now I'm back in the rhythm of it again. When, when you're a, especially your quarterback, uh, actually I would say especially when you're other positions that don't touch the ball every play, you make a mistake. I mean, that might be the only time you get the ball for 20 minutes, right? And and with, with TV timeouts and with, uh, the, you know, all the time between plays and if they're, gosh forbid, there's a review on a play. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's, it's like that's a lot of time to sit there and think about all the bad plays you made. Right and have your coach going over. You didn't see the linebacker and circling it on the the tablet. Did, did you not see this guy? What what the heck? And it's like, gosh, can I just get back out there and play again? Thursday football is kind of the the season long version of that, where it's like, I don't know how many times I want Bryce Young watching the 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 film from the Colts game. I want him to watch it. I want him to learn. I want the coach to explain what what he did wrong. I want I want you to explain what you should have done, and I want him to never see it again. And and when you have a Thursday game, you almost have no choice but to do that, right? You get there, you watch it once. You get, you got to flush it. You got to move on to the game plan because 
it's Friday already, even though it's Tuesday. We've heard, like, for example, Kane's play tonight. We've heard so many times from from Rob Brindamore or the players saying, you know what, the nice thing about a back-to-back, if that first game you don't play well, hey, you know what, you get a chance to get right back on the ice and you get to play right, uh, play again to kind of flush that out of your out of your system. And you it's know what, a six-period game. game with with a long nap in the middle, pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much, which which is lovely. Like I like I I kind of want, and I think veterans have just become better at it, right? That they, they've they they've you know when you're around the league for five six seven years, you have to become good at you know if you have a bad game, flushing it. Like, did you watch the quarterback documentary? It's, I actually uh, did not. No. Okay, well it's on Netflix. It's the the quarterback edition of like the the F one show Drive to Survive, mm-hmm. uh, the PGA show uh, Full Swing. Um, and and I had mixed reactions to it. Kirk Cousins does no football on Tuesdays. Like, does not go into the facility, does not watch film at home. He has small kids. He, he has a wife. And, and on Tuesdays, nothing. And my first reaction was, how the heck does he compete with guys that, you know, on their off day are doing 16 hours of football? But it might be part of what we're describing where it's like, no, by Tuesday, I'm I'm over whatever that was, and I'm ready for the next. Uh, it's it's, I, I and I'm sure that's not true. By the way, if if you're playing on Thursday, I'm sure he's like there there are modifications to the rule, but it's it's. I'm I'm, interested to see. And by the way, Chicago is not a world beater by any stretch. So maybe get right game capabilities. Chicago might also be saying the Panthers are a get right game. So it's. A little bit of both ways, looking at each other's Spider-Man meme. I mean, it does actually benefit the Chicago Bears to win this game. It's one of the only. Yeah. That, that they're actually going to try as hard as they can to win because uh, no matter what, whoever loses, one of their picks is getting better. Uh, it's it's a really interesting situation there. It's also, and we're going to talk about this more as the game gets closer, it's a revenge game for DJ Moore and Deontay Freeman. Deontay. Deonta Freeman. Deontay Foreman. Yes. I wanted to say Devontae Freeman, who's the running back for the Falcons like five, six, seven years ago. Uh, that's just a good old brain freeze on air. Always <laughs> fun. Deonta Foreman uh, and DJ Moore. So you have to bring the juice to match them, right? And they're probably not happy that, you know, the local Carolina media keep mispronouncing their name. So that's going to add a little bit of extra uh, juice to their fire. Uh, <laughs> the uh, The revenge game is always interesting. Frank Reich didn't exactly work for for them, but – uh, I'm sure the the Bears are going to be trying to show everybody what they lost in Foreman and more. Are you ready to buy or sell your home? The Jim Allen Group is a nationally recognized and award-winning real estate team in the Triangle, dedicated to providing exceptional service to meet your needs. With the latest insights and expert market knowledge, they'll make your home buying and selling journey as smooth as possible. Don't wait. Head over to jimallen.com and start your next move today. That's jimallen.com. The Jim Allen Group, your partner in real estate. 